Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hello there, everybody. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, awesome group, creator of Dream Business Academy. I was just telling my guest about the eight that we did. Founder of No Hassle Newsletters, now in, what, let's see, 2017? No, 2000. I have no idea, but we've had over 1,200 small business owners using our amazing product, and I'm the host of Dream Business Radio, which is why you care today, now in its 10th year Welcome to another fantastic live edition of Dream Business Radio. Again, in my new home office, <laughs> no more <laughs> no more floating home. But my special guest today um, is going to share some amazing stuff with you about cash flow. His name is Mark Newsom. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm good, my friend. Thank you so much for inviting me. My pleasure. Hey, before we jump in, folks, this episode of Dream Business Radio is brought to you by Drumroll, the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner who is tired of slow to no growth in your business, if you're feeling overwhelmed and unfocused, and especially, especially, especially if you want to learn how to create multiple streams of revenue in your business, something I'm very, very good at, you want to be part of this extraordinary virtual mastermind group led by me, Captain Jim. That is more information is at dreambizcoaching.com dreambizcoaching.com. All right, let me tell you a little bit about my special guest. We'll dive right into today's topic, which again, who doesn't want more cash flow? Mark Newsom, aka Mr. Marketing. Ooh, Mr. Marketing is a cash flow generation specialist. He routinely helps semi-cash strap small business owners and other service providers, both online and offline, generate more hidden profits or discover previously hidden profit centers within their business or their service. He works a lot with service-based businesses by strategically maximizing once considered completely dead and or maybe grossly underutilized non-traditional assets or resources. We're going to dive into that and figure out what that's all about. Mark, again, welcome to Dream Business Radio. It's my pleasure to be here, Captain Jim. Thank you so much for inviting me, my friend. Yeah, man. So you're in New York. I'm in Pennsylvania, so we're both landlocked. But um, my listeners who've been, I, I must say, I've got a very, very loyal, loyal audience. They've been um, putting up with me since 2009. I think this will actually be episode 514, if I'm not wow. mistaken. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. So, and wow. in, in amongst all the uh, lightness, frivolity, and laughter, we do share some dream business making stuff. <laughs> so, no that's doubt. good. Keeps people coming back. But, in, in all seriousness, cut it out, Jim. Some amazing tips and strategies we will share, but my guests also love the backstories. They love hearing inspirational stories like maybe uh, you struggled as a kid or maybe, you know, what I'm sort of making that up. And then all of a sudden you got this superpower in, in uh, copywriting and, and learning some direct response copywriting. By the way, I got to tell you this. One of the reasons, and I tell people this all the time, I get pitched 
I've been pitched 102 times in the last 12 days to be on my <laughs> program, which is once a week. So, wow. so it takes me a while to go through. One of the things that uh, caught my attention about Mark Newsom, so I'm giving you a hint if you want to be on my program, he, 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 he really connected me on the direct response area. In other words, he has learned from Dan Kennedy, Joe Polish, uh, just to name a few. So I said, wow, kind of kindred spirits in a way. So anyway, Mark, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, are you a first generation entrepreneur in your family or did you have parents or grandparents inspire you? Actually, I am, I guess, second generation. No, uh, not my parents. I was going to say my sister was the first entrepreneur in the family. But my background, very, very quick, the, the micro story, uh, Captain Jim, I started out in a niche in the real estate financing industry known as paper, where uh, property owners, primarily homeowners, would take back or facilitate the sale by uh, offering finance to their mm. buyers. And then these uh, sellers wanted to sell. They didn't want the income stream. They wanted cash. Okay. So I learned how to hook up with institutionalized investors who got big money that they get from the public, one, two, three percent, reinvested eight, nine, 10, 12 percent, whatever it was. And the short of it is you earn a commission. We call it a referral fee. But the problem with the industry, Captain Jim, was their marketing and promotional strategies were antiquated. OK. And I didn't realize it first in the beginning. And then when I found some of the people you mentioned and Jay Abraham and some of these other people, uh, the late, great Gary Howard, copywriting oh. legend. And I learned Ted Nicholas. I know you Ted Nicholas. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I learned how to write what's in it for me type of copy and everything changed. And Very as a direct cool. result, a good friend of mine, Bill, said, listen, man, I know you think this paper, this multi-billion dollar industry is the thing. But I'm telling you, Mark, small business owners and service providers are starving because they don't know the basics about this stuff. And he was right. I switched over and became, quote unquote, Mr. Marketing. <laughs> Wow. So by the way, this guy here, Craig Valine, good friend of mine for decades now, and he's also a Dan Kennedy protege. You, you should get to know, get to follow him. Absolutely. Um, he is a, he is out in California and he helps small business owners with this type of marketing also. So oh, I just connected you via Dream Business Radio. Boom. So Absolutely. get to know Craig. <laughs> Craig, okay. you'd be getting a connection notice on LinkedIn from me if you're on there, but... <clears throat> Yeah, he'll he'll probably screen you out. No, Craig, Craig's a good guy. So anyway, um, Ted Nicholas, Jay Abraham, Gary Halbert, Dan Kennedy, just and now Captain Jim Palmer. <clears throat> That's <So>. right. <laughs> you know, some of my long-term clients say Jim Palmer is the nice Dan Kennedy. Ooh, so which okay. is high praise indeed. Absolutely. So okay. when you started learning about direct response copywriting, I'm guessing you probably got this job and you're doing what everybody else is doing. You're looking left, you're looking right, you're doing what the industry has done. And then you started reading. Did 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 it ever occur to you? And, and Craig would, would laugh at this. Oh, but my business is different. I'm not sure the stuff Gary or, or Ted are talking about would work here. What was that like as you started implementing that in, in your business? Captain Jim, it, it was like going from watching a foreign film with no subheads to suddenly having it translated into the language that you understand. Okay. And it was like uh, just a Eureka thing. Wow. How come nobody ever told me this? I mean, I'm supposed to write a headline or I got a, I'm supposed to have a PS and, you know, all the stuff. And it just at least it, one PS. Yeah, well, right. right. Thank Maybe you. two, right. which would right. be PPS. <laughs> but, you know, all this different stuff, uh, risk reversal, and all this stuff, you know, you and I take for granted oh. because we understand it now. But I didn't know any of this stuff. So it was just like a whole. And you know what else I noticed, too? And you probably noticed it, too. Once I started to become aware of this, 
then as I got direct mail and, you know, got online, I began to realize, wow, you know, the really successful people are utilizing this stuff all over the place. Yes. I just never realized it before. And it's so interesting. Risk reversal is one of my all-time favorites because when I finally learned, and, you know, when, when you start reading it and hearing about it, your initial thought as a small business, well, people are going to take advantage of me. If I what if I move beyond a 30-day guarantee, but only if you do X, Y, and Z, if I give them a year to try it out, oh, they're going to be flooding me in a year with refunds. It doesn't happen, right? I mean, it's most people think, and by the way, most people I'm thinking, uh, business owners think that the reason more people don't buy their goods or services, products, whatever, is because of price. It's not. It's because you haven't established enough trust and value and so when you can remove that speed bump, that impediment to making the sale by re reversing the risk, because most of the time the risk is assumed by the customer. But you as a smart business owner using the strategy that Mark and I are telling you about called risk reversal, which I believe is in my, my third book. Where is it? The fastest way to hire profits. So oh, <laughs> you like can go there. Title. Yeah. Awesome. So um, it, it assumes you take the risk and you're going to close more sales because of it. So anyway, well, you're the guest. I don't want to be teaching here. No, so aside from risk reversal, um, what are some of the other techniques that you use? And it sounds like that business, it's probably not just like this, but it reminds me in, in my retail days of factoring where you would sell some of your receivables to get the cash. That, yes. It's very Absolutely. similar to that, right? Very similar. In fact, let me, ladies and gentlemen, before we get deep into it, because I know uh, Captain Jim has some questions he's going to ask me. I got to share this with you. This is about perspective. Two gentlemen are driving across the desert. Hottest day of the year. They have no air conditioning. So women would say right there, see, that's men. But here's the point. One guy finally, the, the passenger rolls down the window. It's nothing but hot air blowing in. And he looks out over the horizon and he comments. He says, man, look at all that cactus. What did the other gentleman see, ladies and gentlemen? Las Vegas. You see the mm. difference? Two guys looked at the same thing, came to two separate conclusions. Here's the point of that story and why Captain Jim and I are sharing this with you. Sometimes it's almost impossible to see opportunity, even when it's right in front of you, if you don't have the right vision or marketing perspective. I will promise you, if you will change your perspective, Take in what Captain Jim and I are telling you. Start testing. You're going to start moving forward. Yeah. So um, before I jump to my next question, so the people out there, I, um, just just so you know, Mark, I got a little bird that sits here and goes, Jim, your listeners want to know this. And so my little voice said, <laughs> they want to know about risk reversal and, and does it drive up um, returns at all? Well, here's the thing. It almost doesn't by very, very small amount. But what happens is you sell so much more product because of risk reversal that if you do get a two or 3% more increase in returns, it's dwarfed. So anyway, That's go look that up, correct. risk reversal. So That's Mark, what are some of the, what are some of the common marketing mistakes as, as you work now with small business owners, what do you see some of the common marketing mistakes that they make that you then help them? Here's a big one, Jim. You mentioned it in, in my, in my bio. They have assets and resources which are dramatically underutilized, almost to the point of data. Let me give you a simple example. You tell me how familiar this sounds. Somebody rents a local truck, not from the franchise. Uh, I don't know if we can say the names, but, but you know the, the nationally franchised truck. Yeah. This is a local mom and pop deal, you know, four or five trucks, whatever it is. And somebody, you know, maybe somebody's moving to a new apartment, they've got a house, you know, they're moving. They, they rent a truck. Now, 
maybe a couple friends, family members come over to help them unload the truck. They pull up the back of the truck. They unload everything out. And guess what they see staring at them, Captain Jim? A blank wall. Say what? Dude, that's prime real estate. You should have a sign in there from, let's say I'm the moving company. I'm doing a joint venture. Some people call it collaborations, whatever. Captain Jim's probably got a different term for it. I'm doing a collaboration with Captain Jim's non-franchise retail furniture concern. And the sign says, do you need affordable furniture now? You know, question mark. Call this number, local number, extension wow. blank. That way, Captain Jim knows who sent me this lead. Oh, Mark's moving company. He gives me X percent of the, the gross front-end sales. He's going to keep 100% of the back-end sales. He can go into the back-end uh, much better than I can. But here's the point. Most people hear that, Captain Jim, and you know what they say? Well, I don't have a moving business. Yeah, but I <laughs> bet you, I'll bet you, if you, Captain Jim, tell me how this sounds. Do you have any of those super Walmarts in your area? The big yeah. mega ones? Mm -hmm. Do they have two stories or is it just one story? Uh, I've never seen a two-story. Okay, well, they have a two-story in my area. Here's the point. What would you think if it was the middle of the holidays? You got on the escalator, went up to the second floor, and every shelf in that store, I mean, everyone was blank. Honestly, what would your gut need reaction be? And there's stuff in the, in the first floor now, but you go up to the second floor, it's completely blank. All the shelves, what would your gut need reaction be? Well, I don't want to get political, so you, you finish the story. Okay, you probably say, <laughs> what, are they going out of business, right? Right. No. If you flip over your one-sided flyer, ladies and gentlemen, how come the blank side, the back side B of your prime real estate is blank? That's a greatly underutilized asset and a resource. Are you kidding? In fact, Captain Jim, would you please uh, verify this? Tell them how much business you do pre-recording of a, a, a podcast and post-recording. Now, what, what are you asking me to share? In other words, that downtime before you go live and a little bit after, the connections, the this, the suggestions. Oh, yeah. Ladies well, and gentlemen, you got to start being more like MacGyver. I don't know well, about you, but I would tune into that show every week saying, how is this sucker going to get out of whatever the situation is this time? And he always did. <laughs> Marketing is the idea leverage that's going to allow you and I to do that. You know, um, th that whole thing about wasted real estate, obviously, Dan Kennedy talks about that a lot with postcards and direct mail. Like, why would you leave a blank page empty on the back or even the even the envelope and things like that? The, the, there's another lesson there. I don't want to say bigger because that's a powerful one. But most businesses, the best way that they have or the, one of the easiest ways to get more people buying their stuff are to connect with other businesses who serve the same customer. So you're not a threat to each other, but I mean, that's, that's huge Hello. right there. Yeah. Hello. So Mark, what about a, what about a, uh, a startup business that maybe truly is cash strap? It, I mean, every business goes through cash flow cycles and sure. things like that, but what Absolutely. about a small business that's just getting off the ground and therefore literally cash strap? What are some low cost and perhaps simple ways that they can get some new customers in the door? Well, you already mentioned, but let me use a specific example if I could. Let's suppose I just opened yet another non-franchise gourmet coffee shop. And Captain Jim comes in. I don't know. You know, he's a marketing guru. You know, he just comes in. He, let's say he's two doors down. We're in a mini strip mall. And he comes in every Monday. 
and he, he's he's been buying coffee from you know gourmet coffee. I sell this big plastic cup called the Big Gulp, and it, let's say it's nine bucks. And one day, Captain Jim says to me, said, "Man, this is some awesome coffee. You know, I have a podcast, and if it's okay with you, I'd like to let my customers, or my listeners, pardon me, in this area, know about your shop. Would that be okay?" I'm like, yeah. And then Captain Jim goes a step further. He says, you know what you ought to do, Mark? We're on a first name basis now. I, I'm like, what? He says, why don't you do this? Why don't you, the first time they buy this big gold for X, $9, whatever the price is, is irrelevant, charge them retail, but tell them, hey, from now on, when you bring the cup back, it's only $2.29. What? Now, here's what's going to happen. A certain percentage of those people are going to start coming. Let's say we're coming once a week. They're gonna come three times a week now, over 52 weeks, do the math. Plus, now they're buying the baker's dozen. They're also gonna buy donuts and pastries for the monthly meeting. Oh yeah. They're also gonna tell friends and family. And what do you think happens when Captain Jim takes that cup back to his tribe? Jim, what's to do with that cup? Oh man, you gotta go over to this guy's gourmet coffee shop. The first Talking time he charges it. you retail, yeah. The second time you bring it back from now on, you pay X much lower. And on his two slowest days, Tuesdays and Thursdays, you go in, you get the bank baker's dozen or whatever you want. And you say 10 percent, 20 percent, whatever it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how you go from as and I'm sure Captain Jim has hammered this home. This is how you go from working extremely smart and hard in a business or service to extremely smart and hard on. A business or working on Big yeah business. you know i have a long career now as the newsletter guru now green <laughs> business coach i'm still i still have no hassle newsletters still running wow. strong on autopilot so many people that have heard Excellent. me speak and have been following me for a long time um, Mark, they know I'm, I'm a big, uh, I preach a lot on, a, on retention. Most businesses always are looking at cust new customer acquisition but I'm thinking the easiest sale to make is to a customer who's already bought something for you because yes, you've sir. already proved your value. Yes, but the sir. other thing besides repeat business is referral business, right? So a lot of my customers and followers have, that have used newsletters, especially own brick and mortar businesses. What advice do you have for them on how they can increase both repeat business, but really talk about refer getting more referrals from their customers? Boy, such a credible setup, Captain Jim. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, follow this, <clears throat> excuse me, simple strategy for one second. I'm going to switch hats again. I'm a, a non-franchise retail jewelry store. You tell me what would happen if I go into an upscale hair or nail, nail salon, you know, by women, I'm saying, or both. And I start with the owner, the lady who owns the shop. She's got stylists, but here's what I do. I let her have a pair of $650 diamond studded earrings, which my heart costs is, let's say, half, $325. She gives me a deposit, half. That way, if, if tomorrow, uh, Captain Jim, she suddenly leaves town, you know, without notice, I'm not out of anything. I got my cost. But here's my point. I tell her, first of all, she got them for half price. You know what's going to happen when her clientele sits in that chair. They're going to know. What's the story? And I'm going to make the same offer to her stylist after we prove this. But I'm kind of going round robin. Forgive me here. I'm going to get to it. But here's my point. I tell her, listen, I want you to pass out. Whenever you get any compliments on these earrings, and I know you're going to get them, I want you to pass out my two-sided, market-tested, extremely time-sensitive gift certificate. 
side A invites them to enter my free drawing. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're not using free drawings to build your own list, shame on you. It's a simple way to get your best customers to get into the get onto your list, whether you use email or not. But here's the point. Side A invites them to enter my free drawing. Two monthly grand prize winners every month, one male, one female. They both, uh, the guys won a $2,500 uh, men's Rolex. The ladies, or the lady, wins a $2,500 diamond studded uh, necklace. Now, mm. they cap price because in terms of retail, you don't pay, they don't pay retail. They sell retail. So about half. But here's the point. Side B, it has a date. It says, dear friend, come to our store. And they look on either their phone or the physical calendar. They go 10 days out. Not 10 business days, entrepreneur. Whatever the if tenth day is New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving, it does not matter. You write that date in. That creates more urgency, by the way. But here's the point. If they come along, they save 10%. Now follow this, because this is where we're going with Captain Jim. How do you get more referrals, Mark? Simply for dragging a friend who's at least 18 before that date, you, the recipient, save 40% or X up to $2,000. Not bad. And as long as your guest joins our list before they leave the store, this is called scarcity, they can save 30% up to $1,000. Now, Captain Jim, will you please tell them why we call this particular strategy the McDonald's technique? Do you want fries with that? Bingo! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, McDonald's does not get everybody with that phrase. But because they're worldwide and they've trained their cashiers to say that, would you like apple pie? Would you like fries with that? Whatever. 10 to 40%, maybe more in certain areas, will say yes. And Captain Jim, we would be remiss if we didn't add. McDonald's didn't sit on their, rest on their laurels. They got their best, I guess, habit, trade, uh, uh, marketing, guru and gurus in the room. And they said, how can we maximize our upsell or add on sale here's what they came up with supersize you and those same 10 to 40 percent who just said yes 10 to 40 percent more say yes to the supersize and unlike us captain jim when we upsell we typically discount our price right as an incentive mcdonald's isn't discounting the price of the supersize that's why their executives drive really nice cars live in really nice homes, take great vacations, and their kids go to the best universities on the planet. That simple strategy called an upsell. The point being, you now, oh, here's something else. We, gotta, we right. got about seven, eight minutes. So let's, oh, we gotta, no I, I got more things I want to ask you. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so um, by the way, upsell, scarcity, it's, it's all good stuff. It's all direct response. Suppose a store, and I know you work with a lot of brick and mortar stores. Suppose they get caught, as they typically do, with old inventory, or maybe they just overbought, so they have too much inventory. What ideas do you have on how they can quick, quickly convert it back to cash? Here, ladies and gentlemen, that's such an excellent question. And like you said, it's so common. Here's what I suggest you do with that. Because here's what most people do, Captain. They run a sale, they blast out the, uh, the inventory. No offense, ladies and gentlemen, all your customers are not the same. You treat everybody the same. I'm just understand what I'm saying. But if Captain Jim is spending thousands of dollars, I got to do some special stuff for him. I would say your top end customers, your 10 to 20 percenters, those are the ones you let load up on your excess inventory. Why? Because they're tried, both professionally and personally, they're going to yap it up. And when they yap it up, 
those men and women, you didn't have to go in the newspaper extra 20 times without primetime radio, primetime television. They're going to come. And some of them are going to become uh, VIP customers. And guess what? Some of them might be business owners, which means you can get access to their customers, their employees, and their vendors for literally pennies on the dollar. And one other strategy, let me just throw this out here, Captain. Right. This is a little legal eagle now, but you get your best legal team to find out what it takes for you to hold a raffle and that $10,000 deluxe home entertainment system that you were going to discount to $6,000. No, have, have a raffle and say, if you want to enter the raffle, it's a one-time payment of $500. If you're a VIP email subscriber. If you're a non-subscriber, you can still enter the raffle, but it's $2,500. Now, what do you think they're more likely to do? Yeah. So what, do you, what are your thoughts on email marketing, Mark? Is it dead? Is it on life support? Is it still working for some people or what? The, 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 well, Captain Jim and I both know the real answer is it's far from dead. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, follow this. I love to tell this story. You're sitting at home, minding your own business, you're just about to munch into this fabulous dinner. The doorbell rings. Oh, boy. You open the door. There's this incredibly well-dressed guy, impeccably dressed, got a hat. It's obvious he's some kind of salesman. What, sir, what is this about? He's telling you about this hair growth product. He says, sir, five minutes of your time. Uh, I'm going to tell you about this fabulous hair growth product. If we talk more than five minutes, sir, one of us talks too much. He winks. You look over at your soulmate, and they're like, all right, let him in. Now, here's the rip. Ladies and gentlemen, they take their hat off. And like me, they're completely bald, but they're selling the hair growth product. You say, okay, Mark, we're not on the same drugs as you, pal. What's the point of this story? How many times have you gotten emails from people telling you email is dead? Mm -hmm. Really? Why am I getting an email from you? Email is the workhorse. It's not sexy. If you, In fact, let's do a simple analogy. Let's say Captain Jim is the retail uh, uh, appliance. He runs these free drawings every 90 days. He's got a huge list, last four or five years. He's got over 25,000 people on his list. I'm the gourmet coffee shop. And Jim says, Mark, is it okay if this Friday I send out an email to my list and say, hey, if you enjoy gourmet coffee, I got a special arrangement with Mark's coffee shop. You go in the first time you pay retail, he's going to give you this plastic cup called the Big Go. Every time you bring it back from now on, you only pay $2.29 or X, whatever it is. And on these days, it's two slowest days you come in and get a baker's dozen or whatever. And if you own a business, let them know he's got a special arrangement for you too. Who's got the email? In this case, it's Captain Jim. Who's benefited from it? <laughs> you and I. Now, I don't say you should do that without trying to get your own email. But I'm saying until you do, that's a leverage strategy sitting there waiting to happen for you or your major competitors, ladies and gentlemen. So be smart. All right, Take Mark, we got, we got three minutes. I got one more question for you. Okay, what, what do you and just be general, 10,000 foot view. What are your thoughts on social media? Ooh. And what platforms do you like if you're a small business owner? Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a kind of a touchy subject. I know Captain Jim has warned you. I'd be remiss if I didn't warn you. You should be rocking social media. That's the first point. I'm a, uh, Captain Jim, I'm a big LinkedIn guy. I'm on Twitter, but LinkedIn's really my main vehicle. But I got to tell you this, ladies and gentlemen. If you're only rocking social media as your primary marketing tool, your Titanic is headed for an iceberg, my friend. What do you mm. mean? Captain Jim, will you please remind your audience how many times you and I have heard these big guru and guru say, my Facebook account got shut down. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, my 
265,000 Instagram followers gone. Gone. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, Reed Hoffman of LinkedIn, they are the landlords. You and I are the glorified tenants. Don't get, you know, J Captain Jim, I like to say this. It's like you're sleeping on your mother-in-law's house. I mean, you're sleeping on your mother-in-law's couch. You're divorced. Sooner or later, she's going to say, listen, I like you. Time to go. go. <laughs> right? So don't get caught in that. Build your own list of free drawing. If any of this isn't clear, ladies and gentlemen, please reach out to Captain Jim or myself and we'll demystify it. Yeah. I mean, I teach something called my million dollar platform, which is many different things, including books, which, by the way, books is one platform where you break it down. There's uh, paperback books, hardcover, Kindle PDF, email, you know, uh, ebooks, all things like that. There's podcasting. There are, there is social media. There's email. There's blogging. There's video. There's podcasting. You need to be on all. Well, do I need to do them all of them, Jim? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like when you used to ask the dentist, "Well, do I have to floss all my teeth?" He goes, "No, just the ones <laughs> no. you want to keep." Right? Do I have to find time to do all of the things you're suggesting if you want to have a dream business? Yes. Yeah, so or hire an agency that's confident. There you go, Mark. What a what a fun interview. You've shared a lot of good stuff. I'm sure people. So. Want to connect with you how do they do that ladies and gentlemen if you're a reader please drop by my house online my blog you while you can market online now.com ton of content there just like captain jim if you're a fast-paced mover and you're on the go and you need to just listen head over to spotify.com look for the marketing minute yours truly mark newsom n-e-w-s-o-m-e -E, the marketing minute and if you think it's warranted please leave me that fabulous five-star uh, rating because that helps get the message out. Jim, one final thought, if I could. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I know Captain Jim has said this a different way, so I'll say it my way. Please stop treating your business of service like a one night stand. What What the heck do you mean, Mark? You go from retail customer to first time retail customer. First, you say, well, that's how you run a business. If you want to stay in Strugglesville or eventually go broke, that's what you do. You got to drill down the stuff we're talking about. Like you said, bounce back office. What's a bounce back offer, Mark? An extremely time sensitive offer, a coupon that says, hey, you come back within a certain amount of time and you test 14 days, 10 days, five days, whatever. You get X, some kind of bonus. Ladies and gentlemen, they don't have to always be your bonuses. Okay. You don't have to build your own podcast. You can get on shows like Captain Jim's and leverage his growing tribe. Leverage is everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Between your left ear and your right ear, that's where the growth has got to take place. Right, Captain go. Jim? If it there takes place there, it'll take place everywhere else. All right, Mark. Thank you so much. Thanks for, thank thanks you, for coming Mark. on this live edition of Dream Business Radio. Folks, that wraps up this very special interview with my guest, Mark Newsom, a.k.a. Mr. Marketing. I think that was it, right? Mr. Marketing? You got it, my friend. <laughs> Mr. Marketing. Connect with him at all the places you just told you. I'm going to check him out on Spotify for the Marketing Minute. You can connect with me at GetJimPalmer.com. If you're interested in joining me and about 28 other very smart, action-oriented entrepreneurs in the Dream Business Mastermind. Go to dreambizcoaching, dreambizcoaching.com. And remember, as part of my legacy building program, these phenomenal six books right here are free in digital format. You can get them at, as Kindle books for free. You can go to the, uh, if you like Barnes & Noble as Nook Books, you can get them there. And they're in the Apple iBook store for free. Such an education for free. <laughs> but that's it. I'm Captain Jim. I am the Dream Business Coach. Until this time next week, you take good care. 
Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.